Welcome to Automotive Insiders, the podcast series presented by OESA, the Original Equipment Suppliers Association. You'll hear from automotive industry experts on the critical issues that are impacting the mobility landscape. Get actionable insights on how to thrive in Automotive 2.0. Now, here's your Automotive Insiders host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome to Automotive Insiders, presented by OESA. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. Happy to be here with two industry experts. We're going to learn a lot from them. And our topic today is RFQ process, addressing supplier timing constraints through process improvement supported by new cost calculation tools. I'm speaking with Marcus Wiederstein and John Monica, and I'm going to ask my very special guests to introduce themselves. So Marcus Wiederstein, Happy to meet you, and would you please tell our listeners, our audience, if they happen to see a video of this, a little bit about what you do and how did you get involved in automotive? Marcus, welcome. Hello, my name is Markus Widerstein. I'm Managing Director of Polarix Partner, working about uh, 20 years in the consulting business uh, for automotive, mainly in the area of cost reduction. Uh, prior to that, uh, I worked a couple of years for Porsche in the purchasing and cost management. Uh, and prior to that, uh, a couple of years for a tier one supplier. Uh, first uh, in a, a project management, afterwards as a manufacturing engineer. Uh, so I know automotive from all different angles uh, f- and I'm a mechanical engineer. Marcus, let me ask you a question. Do you love your work? Do you love what you do? Because automotive is in such an exciting phase right now. Just just a little bit more. Tell us. I absolutely love my work because we, uh, we are working with very exciting uh, products and uh, we are in, uh, in very interesting times where the automotive industry is in a, in a major change in the movement from the combustion engine to, uh, to electrification and to autonomous driving, and that's uh, absolute, absolutely fantastic and exciting. Well, Marcus, I have one more question before I introduce John. Marcus, tell me about the name of your company. What does it mean? Where did it come from? So we, we want to be a, uh, our, an advisor for, for the uh, manufacturing and the automotive industry, and uh, uh, our company is uh, called Polarix Partner because we group our services uh, among the, the Little Dipper and in the middle of that there is uh, the, po- the Polar Star and that's uh, the, the nature of our name. I'm going to ask you to do a favor for me. It's going to sound silly, Marcus, but I want you to bend your head over, dip your head down because behind you is the name of the company. And there you go, P-O-L-A-R-I-X partner with an X with these rays coming out for the guiding star for the manufacturing industry. Thank you. You can sit up now. I appreciate it, <laughs> Marcus. You. Thank you. Now we know a lot about Marcus. And now let's go to John Monica. John, welcome. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us a little bit about what you do. I know you work for Siemens. And what do you do? What's your excitement about working in automotive? And where'd you come from? Well, John. So to begin with, I'm a portfolio development executive for a product called Team Center Product Cost Management at Siemens. I've been with Siemens for five and a half years, but I've been in the pretty much the auto industry for well over 30 years. Um, I entered the auto industry mainly because of my uh, geographic location. I grew up in the Detroit area, have been around it my entire life. Uh, Family members worked in it. So it's a natural evolution to to flow into the industry. Uh, 
background in the industry started in finance, believe it or not, but I've spent a lot of time in manufacturing. So it was a natural level evolution for me to move from uh, beginnings into a cost management uh, expertise, if you would. Okay. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm going to ask you each a question before we get started. Do you think in five years you'll still be driving a car and have keys in your pocket to drive that car? Marcus, what do you think? I think that uh, that, that would be the case. Okay, me too, by the way. John, what about you? I agree with Marcus. I think in five years we will be. We may not have a key in our pocket, but we'll still be driving cars. Okay, hybrid answer. Thank you very much. Let's get started on our topic. And thank you, gentlemen, for your interesting bio. So let me give a little overview about the topic, and then we will go into a roundtable. Marcus, I'll ask you for some comments, and then John, and we can comment back and forth. So many automotive suppliers have expressed concerns that their OEM customers have expectations for quote response times that do not allow for adequate analysis of profitability. Profitability, of course, that's the bottom line, bottom line. OEMs expect more cost details and more transparency. And that's a key word today in every industry within the initial quote. What are we doing about this? Marcus, why don't you start us off? Yeah, I, I think uh, the need or the the, the um, expectation from the OEMs is that uh, that that all the suppliers have to submit uh, their quotes within a few days, and uh, that makes it uh, quite difficult uh, for the supplier to uh, to to put all the figures together, and uh, they have to make a lot of assumptions based on their experience, and uh, for sure they have to add some some buffer, a safety buffer to protect their margin and uh, not having the, 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 the time to send RFQs to their sub-supplier um, is some uncertainty in, in, in the overall quote process. And uh, yeah, in addition, all, all the OEMs aims, uh, expect uh, a lot of details, cost breakdowns, uh, for uh, piece price, tooling and development co- uh, cost, and uh, that requires more time and resources. Uh, on the other hand, uh, as already mentioned, the OEM expects the quotes within a few days. Thank you very much. It sounds like everybody's in a hurry up, but sometimes hurry up and wait situation, Marcus. Could we say that? Yes, absolutely. And uh, the, the projects, uh, the project duration uh, is, is uh, shortening. In the past, mm-hmm. we have had seven, eight years for one vehicle uh, life cycle, and that is shortened to, to three to four years. Uh, and uh, as a consequence, uh, the, the projects uh, are, are coming more frequently and have to be uh, uh, submitted by, by the suppliers. And one question, we have to bring this up. We are hopefully leaving the pandemic era. Things have changed. The world is the world is emerging. Let's just leave it that way without any comments about vaccines and politics. So question, Marcus, has the pandemic, which I know brought the U.S. auto manufacturers production lines to a complete halt for 47 days, I believe, last year, Julie Freem, the president of the OESA, mentioned that in an interview we did. Has this hurry up and wait and we need more time, but we don't have more time? Is this impacted by the pandemic, would you say? Um, As of today, the production, I would say, is uh, affected by the pandemic. Um, If the the future projects uh, 
for sure are somehow uh, uh, impacted, but um, on the mid and long term, uh, there, there won't be a, a long-lasting impact on that. Thank you very much. John, waiting patiently to talk. John, let's get your take on this RFQ and the question of timing, transparency, deals, analytics, profitability. Go ahead, John. So, so at Siemens, we talk to a lot of supplier, automotive suppliers. Um, in any given year, I might talk to 75 different suppliers. And specific to this topic, um, we're, get, we're getting pretty consistent feedback there's just not enough time to make sure that we've we've quoted our tier two suppliers, that we've put all our costs together, that we've analyzed our costs, we've set pricing, um, and then we submit the quotation to our customers. Everybody's, uh, to, almost to a company, is complaining that there's just not enough time in the system. So one of the biggest elements, as Marcus talked about, is getting that tier two supplier, if you would, participation, right, and bringing them into the process. And um, what I've seen is that can take anywhere, if, if they do go through that, it can take anywhere from three to six days within that quote process to get that those numbers compiled from the suppliers. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to take a different perspective on it and say, instead of soliciting from your suppliers, look at it from a top-down perspective. I mean, if I've, got a, if I've got a complicated assembly that I've got to quote to my customer, and then there's 20 purchase parts, uh, commodities that I've placed over the years, how do we take that purchase price history from the previous three, four or five years, do an analysis of it and come up with a target price that's accurate and um, and basically take three day, three or six days out of the process and combine, you know, bring that down to maybe two or three hours of analysis. So, but um, what that does require, and I think Marcus addressed this a little bit is it requires a change to a process, right? For the, for the quote process within, within the tier one suppliers. So it's a whole different perspective, but um, we're promoting it. We're trying to get, we're trying to give um, the tier one suppliers the vision into what's possible for that, okay? John, I want you to talk to me about the solution. Then we'll ask Marcus. I know your companies are working to make this better. So I understand yeah. Siemens has launched an application called Team Center Product Cost Management. How does that work? Well, so it's within Team Center Product Cost Management. The new application is actually a it's a it's called NLPP Nonlinear Performance Pricing. And again, what it's doing is it takes if you have a specific commodity or a commodity group of parts, it takes the supplier's pricing history. And again, it could go back three or four years. It's taking that history and coming up with a target formula, so that the user or the doesn't matter what department they work in, the user of the software can then put in the price driver parameters on the new part, the target part, and it will generate a target price. But again, it's not based on a cost estimate, a bottom-up estimate. It's based on price history. Where has that tier one supplier been able to place business in the past? Okay. Thank you. Marcus, let's get your thoughts on what your company is doing in collaboration with Siemens to make this happen. Yeah, as you already mentioned, we are collaborating with, with Siemens in that area. We are working with the TCPCM software, um, and um, uh, we can support the, the supplier in establishing the right processes and the organization with the right capabilities to fulfill all these customer needs uh, we discussed uh, early on. Thank you very much. I'm just going to do a quick wrap-up here. What are our key takeaways? What do you want listeners to know, viewers to know that's going to make this better? Uh, John, why don't you I'd, help me out here? 
the main thing is that I, I would tell, and I do tell tier one suppliers, take the leap. Um, it is a process change required. It's a, a different, different way of looking at conducting your business, but um, prove it out, prove it itself out, work with companies like Polar X partner and, and um, you work with new software tools, if you would, to, um, to see if this can work for you. And right now with the companies we've been working with seem very pleased with it. It's a, it's a completely different approach to cost. But um, again, the main point here is taking time out of the process without losing accuracy. Thank you very much. Marcus, any parting words for our listeners? Yes, as I already mentioned, establish the right process and the right organization. Um, educate the, the people and, uh, and take the right uh, software to improve uh, the, the situation. I want to thank my special guests today. And I understand I'm going to meet, meeting with them again. And we're going to have a conversation about another important aspect for automotive suppliers in a little while. So you'll see this one on launching on March 3rd, 2021. And we're going to have another segment with Marcus and John launching on March 10th, 2021. So keep an eye on the OESA page on voiceamerica.com. And I'm going to say thank you to Adam Slayman at OESA for helping put this together. And gentlemen, I want you to put your hands together. A special thanks for Ted Mabley, who has been working hard behind the scenes to put this all together. Thank you, Ted, for your collaboration and for your efforts. And Marcus Wiederstein and John Monica, I wish you everything good, safe, happy, savvy year, profitable year. And I'm going to say signing off for Automotive Insiders, presented by OESA, OESA OESA.org. Go there and learn a lot. If you're not a member, think about it. It's a good organization. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Automotive Insiders, presented by OESA. Listen at your convenience to industry thought leaders as they discuss the ever-evolving industry and how companies can thrive in the new mobility landscape. All episodes are on demand on the Voice America Business Channel and at OESA.org. Automotive Insider is presented by the Original Equipment Suppliers Association.